Should you keep your full-time job while starting a business? Moonlighting entrepreneurs must balance time, effort, and energy to advance their venture without creating conflicts with their employer. This episode discusses issues and obstacles faced by a moonlighting entrepreneur. Our favorite tools for entrepreneurs podcast addresses tools and concepts that are useful for the launch and growth of entrepreneurial ventures. Your two hosts will be Professor Gary Palin and serial entrepreneur Ryan Button. Hey, Professor Palin, how are we doing? Doing well, having a great day. Fantastic. I thought we'd get together and talk about moonlighting today. Uh, that's an interesting topic. I know a lot of people starting businesses try to play around with that concept. Do they go fully into the pool or dip their toe? Right. So for anyone listening, moonlighting is essentially trying to start up your own business after you've worked your current nine to five. So keeping your regular job and trying to spin up a venture on top of doing that. And it's something that I get talked about a lot at the entrepreneurship center that I do work at. Constantly have people walking in telling me about the crazy business they've been starting for 10 years in their basement after they get home from work and are already exhausted. That's probably the biggest downside to that is if you did, I can understand in some capacities, people might want to do it, but it's really more than creating a part-time job or a side hustle than they are creating a business. Exactly right. Exactly right. It's a risk factor. I often talk to men and women that are in the throes of their career that really have a passion for something else and they're not willing to take that risk. When you touched on your initial statement too, is you can't give the business your full attention if you have a full-time job. That's exactly right. I once upon a time was going to moonlight a business. And I think we talked about this when I was graduating from college. You gave me a pretty amazing analogy to work on. I find myself telling this story a lot. It bears telling in the podcast here. Go ahead. Good. Tell everyone what brilliant advice I gave. I'm not opposed to that. <laughs> <laughs> I took a job right out of college that I was fairly excited about. It was above an entry-level position that my parents would have been happy about and ended up accepting that job and coming to your office to tell you that I had accepted it. I was not going to go the entrepreneurship route. And you gave me an analogy that weighed so true, I immediately left your office and quit this job. And that analogy was, have you ever spent time in your car? And I had actually just taken a week-long vacation with a buddy of mine, and we had car camped pretty much the entire time. So I said, yes. And you asked me, how was it? Well, it's pretty enjoyable. He said, well, if you start your own business and it all goes to crap, that's the worst outcome that you could possibly get in. You're going to spend about a week in your car. And then you're going to get another job. You'll get back on your feet. If you do it in a year, you'll probably spend a week in your car with your girlfriend. And that's slightly less fun. It may still be fun. Two years from now, it's you and your wife. Three years from now, it's you, your wife, and probably your animal, your dog. That's not very fun. And four years from now, you, your wife, your kid, and your dog. And that's not fun at all. And that really hit home for me. The, the risk of what I was trying to do to avoid a passion wasn't worth it. The risk was so low. Yeah, I remember that discussion very distinctly. And I also recall about a month or two later when you graduated, your parents wanted to meet me. And we went out for breakfast and your grandmother was there giving me quite the evil eye. <laughs> and I'm sure they were thinking, who the heck is this professor that has corrupted our son? They probably were. My parents are originally from New Zealand and 
the mentality of get a nine to five to support your family and work there for 30 years is alive and real. Yeah, I don't know if I ever told you after that breakfast, I came out into the parking lot. My truck had a flat tire. <laughs> and I started to think your grandmother went to the restroom at one point. <laughs> oh, that's too good. <laughs> well, we're getting into off topic issues, but good memories. Other issues, too, with starting the business full time is, again, you can put all of your energy and your focus into it and you can move it forward that much more rapidly. Right. Uh, also, if you need an investor, don't tell the investor you're doing this part time. Oh, absolutely not. As we talked about in our investor talk, they're buying the team, not the idea. So if they're buying half the team, it's probably not that investable anymore. Well, I guess a couple of side advantages if you haven't saved enough funds to sustain yourself, then that might be a reason to slowly move into it. But I would focus on building up the funds, then starting the business. Absolutely. I try and typically say in the nicest way that I possibly can, if you've been working on this for 10 years and haven't pulled the trigger, you're probably not passionate enough about it. And that can come off harshly in a face-to-face -face conversation. But if you're being blatant with advice, if they're really running after it that hard and they've just put a couple hours a week into it, it's probably not what they should be doing. I'd agree a hundred percent. I don't know about you, but when I'm, I'm really focused on a business, I'm thinking of this business all the time. And I'm even dreaming about the darn thing. If you're doing something a nine to five, you really can't have all of your attention on the business. And even if it's in the back of your mind, thinking about it, you're so distracted and your current job will suffer if you're putting any focus on the business, and that can cause problems for you. Right. And another thing I end up talking quite a lot about is there's a concept of the number of decisions we can physically make in a day. There are famous ways of getting around this, right? Steve Jobs wore the same colored clothes. He stayed in a couple times. That was because he didn't want to make the decisions in the morning of what he would wear. So he could save those decisions for important things throughout the day. You hear various variations of people's tactics to get around that, not waste small decisions. Anyone at the end of a nine to five, you're making enough decisions that you get home and figuring out what you're going to eat is hard, let alone critical decisions to the success of a venture that you're passionate about. Then there comes the component of juggling the time. Let's say you have a client that needs you during the day and you have a day job. Well, is your job flexible enough that you can keep moving away from your job and your desk or whatever you're doing and keep handling customer issues and doing things simultaneously? You're going to drop the ball and odds are if you do that. Yeah. Also, it's not very ethical to your current employee, employer. Sorry. If I had employees doing that to me, I would not be very happy. That's exactly right. So when, if ever, is moonlighting appropriate? We've kind of just bad-talked moonlighting for the last few minutes. You have to make sure they fit to have a part-time business because some businesses just don't fit into that realm. I think more of a part-time business, again, I said it at the beginning, is more of a side hustle mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. it is a business. Struggle for that. The component is people are really, they have either a lack of confidence or a fear that they're going to succeed and they need a security blanket. And that really is a discouraging factor when you're really trying to push the business because there are times where you have to take risk. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you're a founding member, there is always risk involved. 
So outside of the less pressure associated with this, I struggle with why do it. Sure. The side hustle is an important thing, right? And by no means have anything I've said today discouraging side hustles. I think side hustles can be amazing. I think people have passion projects that are totally appropriate for a couple hours after work. I think that moonlighting is trying to sustain a fully established venture after work. Yeah, I agree. I encourage side hustles in many cases, especially with the current state of our economy. It's in many capacities, it's a necessity for people just to put food on the table to have a side hustle. So I'm 100% behind that concept. But if you want to start an entrepreneurial venture that's a standalone, that is a very, very difficult balancing act, and probably both will suffer. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That kind of wraps it. Do you have any final thoughts? Anything else you'd like to add? I go back to a statement that you hear me make all the time is before you start, you want to ask yourself a question. Are you trying to create a job for yourself or are you trying to create a business? If you're trying to create a business, I would not advise doing moonlighting. If you're trying to create a job for yourself, you're moving more towards the side hustle that might eventually morph into a business. But I would look at it from that perspective. Beautiful. Great advice as always. Thanks, Ryan. You have a great day. You as well. Bye. Thanks for listening to our Favorite Tools for Entrepreneurs podcast. As always, you can head over to profspirit.com to check out more resources and courses designed for you, the entrepreneur. Please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and others to get the most up-to-date information as it is released. Mm -hmm.